Just another quick side note, I wanted to mention that I'm going to be participating in the St. Jude's virtual Memphis Marathon. I'm just going to be running in the 5K. I definitely don't have the stamina for the full marathon. But I just wanted to emphasize the importance of physical fitness and what a great cause to run for than St. Jude's. Uh, all the money that goes to St. Jude's goes directly towards the family's cost for uh, the children that are going. They need the treatment, that like the travel costs for the family. St. Jude's provides all of that at no cost to the family because of donations like uh, myself, hopefully other people out there that are listening to this. Um, if you were ever on the fence about donating, I, I really recommend it just because the funds are going towards such a great cause. Uh, the hospital was voted 2020-2021 uh, Best Children's Hospital by U.S. News. Um, so it's, it's a great organization to donate to. I'm going to be running in the 5K just to show my support. Um, I'm not expecting anyone to run the 5K with me, but if you want to show your support, uh, there's a donation link that I'm going to put in the show notes um, that goes right to my fundraiser page. You can donate there. All the proceeds go right to St. Jude's, and uh, you'd be making a difference in someone's life immediately. All right, yeah, so I guess I'm going to talk about myself for a little bit. Um, so since since May, since the last episode, um, I started I started working from home. I work for BNY Mellon. Uh, it's an international uh, investments firm. Um, I work in the data analytics department. Uh, a lot of the jobs that I'm doing right now, my job is project based. So um, I get a project. It's usually about um, like process optimization. So I can I can dive into that a little bit. Um, process optimization. It takes uh, a certain manual process that a different business in like within BNY Mellon. Uh, their manual process um, they make a project for someone like myself and we try to automate that process so it saves time saves time saves money for the company and just so that we can get the biggest return on investment possible uh, because if we're saving time we're saving money and that's the overall goal of the company is to be the most profitable um, so yeah so that's that's what I've been doing the past two months the first couple of weeks was a lot of training um, some of the things that I wasn't um, wasn't taught in college was like using Alteryx, which is a certain data analytics tool uh, on the computer. Um, I also, I never wrote SQL, SQL, like a coding language, so I got to learn the basics of that, and I use that in some of the Alteryx uh, workflows that I create. Um, but those two programs, I got a lot of training on, and then uh, some of the onboarding stuff, like uh, like the mandatory compliance trainings, all that, all that fun stuff. So, um, so yeah, I started there August 3rd. I've been working from home. They told us that we're going to be working from home for the rest of the year. So I'll be, I got a laptop. I'll be working from that laptop for uh, the rest of the year. Uh, hopefully I'm able to go back into the office. Um, we'll go into the office for the first time uh, in January. Uh, January 1st was when, uh, was like the next day. Like, oh, we're trying to get people back in the office January 1st. Um, and I heard that the Innovation Center, uh, which is where I'll be working for BNY Mellon, uh, it's like it was brand new. It was built like within the last five years. Uh, it's super nice. Um, I've seen like a lot of pictures of the inside. Uh, so I'm like, I'm really excited to go like into the office, start working there uh, in January, hopefully. Um, so yeah, that's that's been happening. I also started uh, graduate coursework. I'm going to be getting my master's degree in accountancy with a concentration in forensic accounting and valuation. So that's a lot of fun. I'm taking classes right now, like uh, introduction to fraud. I'm taking a uh, financial management problems class for uh, like a finance requirement. I'm also taking quali quantitative business analytics. Yeah, I think I believe that's the course I'm taking. 
um but yeah all of those are going well right now my program's completely online so i do i do all of my work during the week so i can you know relax on the weekends i uh, am yeah, my week gets pretty busy uh so um, I, enjoy, I enjoy doing the coursework. I think a lot of the, the content in my courses is very interesting. So um, if anyone's listening to this and is like an accounting student, they're wondering what they want to do. Um, I would like, I knew I wanted to be a forensic accountant like as my years of undergrad coursework kept going. So if you're looking to get in the forensics field, I would recommend going uh, the graduate, the grad school route, getting your master's degree with a concentration in forensics and then going from there and the last thing i'm going to talk about i just think that um life in quarantine life at home like being isolated it kind of it's kind of made everything like fly by like it's already i'm recording this on september 30th like september flew by august flew by like i've been working for almost two months now so um it's crazy to think that uh, like the year is almost over it's crazy to think that like halloween thanksgiving christmas all those all those holidays are coming around and uh you know, I hope we can get back to some normalcy soon. I'm not complaining about uh, any of the restrictions right now, but um, it would be nice to see uh, just like everything go back to the way it was before uh, COVID-19 hit. But um, but yeah, I guess time time's been flying by and it's just going to keep going faster. So so, yeah, I guess that's my my little life update. And we're going to welcome back uh, Gunner on the podcast. If you want to turn up your microphone. Got you. All right. So. After that life update, I'm going to call Kyle, and we're going to get a random fact from Kyle. Imagine he doesn't pick up. He's not picking up. <laughs> you didn't send a voicemail. What time is it? Oh. Wait, we're going to hear Kyle's voicemail. When did he make that? So that's Kyle's voicemail from about 12 years old? Holy crap. Not like his voicemail is 12 years old, but like I think he made it when he was 12 or 13, like when he first got a phone. Oh boy. <laughs> so I'm going to try calling him again. <laughs> yes, good evening. Oh, hello. Uh, so I, you're on the podcast right now. I was wondering if we could get a random fact, just a super oh random fact. I have, a, I have a double whammy for you today. Oh, please lay it on me. That starfish don't have brains and ostrich's eyes are bigger than their brains. I tell you, for those creatures, get it. It's like the 2020 presidential debate. Oh my goodness. Okay. I appreciate it, Kyle. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, bye. Oh, that was awesome. So yeah, last night was a presidential debate. We don't get political on the so podcast, but starfishes don't have brains, and what else? And ostriches' eyes are bigger, bigger than, than their brains. brains. And he compared that to the uh, presidential debate last night. Interesting. Oh yeah, and uh, that's that's a that's a great synopsis, I think. Um, so yeah, that's Kyle's random fact. And so now we're going to go into the much awaited NBA talk because that's, that's a sport. Um, that's probably the one sport I've been watching most is basketball. I think it, I think basketball came back first from coronavirus. It was either that or baseball, but yeah, I, I was, I've been following the bubble ever since it started. Um, 
So I got a little uh, NBA five moments in five minutes. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and keep this to five minutes. Um, so the first thing I had on here is the NBA bubble started and within two weeks, they were able to reach zero COVID cases, which I think is pretty cool. Like COVID, uh, the stats on COVID, uh, the symptoms usually show up between seven and 14 days of exposure. And so the fact that they were able to get to zero cases and stay at zero cases since they got in the bubble within two weeks, I think that that just uh, it's a great testament to uh, the administration and the NBA keeping everyone isolated if they were positive, keeping everyone socially distant, wearing a mask, making sure everybody was tested. I think those are all great moves done by Adam Silver and the rest of the NBA. Um, so that's really that's really good. Um, I'm glad to hear that everybody's healthy over there. Um, and yeah, so that's that's one thing. Um, another thing, the Phoenix Suns went 8-0 and and barely missed the playoff game. Yeah, I mean, so the Phoenix Suns, led by Devin Booker, um, Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, I think DeAndre, yeah, DeAndre Ayton was in the bubble. Um, they went off. I believe there were, I think, like seven out of the eight games Devin Booker averaged, like, he averaged like 30 or 35 in the bubble, and I think on seven of the eight games he, he had more than 35. And they, they beat teams like the Clippers, they beat the Rockets, um, I believe they beat the Lakers. Um, so yeah, they, they, they went in there with the mission. Um, they want, they really wanted that play in game, but ultimately, uh, they lost it out to, uh, the trailblazers who got the ninth seed who were in the play on the play in game against the Grizzlies. And we know that the trailblazers beat the Grizzlies in that playoff game. Um, so I don't know the, the trailblazers ended up getting the eighth seed. And the Grizzlies needed to beat him twice, and the Blazers won the first game. That's what happened. That's that's sports. Um. Next thing, the Miami Heat knocking off the most valuable player and defensive player of the year this year, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and then going on and beating the Celtics in six, six games. I think the Miami Heat they've been they've played the best basketball I've seen a team play in a while. I think they, they came, that like with the Phoenix Suns, they came in with a the mission. They have the talent on their team. Uh, they got the shooters. They got the leaders. Um, they're, they're looking like a really solid team to match up against the Lakers. Um, I know the, the Lakers are a bigger team with like LeBron, AD, uh, JaVale, Dwight, uh, those guys. But I think Miami, if Miami can stretch the floor against them, I think, um, I think it'll be a great series. I'm excited to watch that. I believe uh, game one's on right now. Uh, so after I'm done recording, I'm going to go watch that game. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to watch that. I think the Miami Heat, if they can shoot well, they're definitely going to make it a series. Um, another factor is LeBron being LeBron. <laughs> he's he's been the best player in the NBA for the past 20 years. It's it's been amazing to watch him play and grow and try to become the greatest of all time. Um, greatest of all time debate is probably going to be saved for a, another podcast. But um, but yeah, so that'll that'll segue into uh, LeBron and the Lakers losing only three playoff games. Uh, since the playoffs started, uh, they they went four and one against the Blazers, uh, the Nuggets, and oh, who's that? The Rockets. Uh, what was interesting about the first two series? They they lost game one. Everyone got scared, and then LeBron and AD said, "All right, everybody, calm down." And they won the next four games. <laughs> Same thing happened in the Rockets series. They lose game one. Everybody gets scared, and then Lakers say, "Okay, calm down. We're the best team in the West. We're gonna dominate." And then they go up 3-1 against the Nuggets. And the Nuggets came back 3-1 uh, in two different series this playoffs, which has never been done before, uh, led by Jamal Murray uh, and Nikola Jokic, two, two rising stars in the NBA. Um, 
they they go down 3-1 everyone's like all oh, the nuggets say they can come back from 3-1 and then the lakers say nope we're gonna go right to the nba finals with this one and they put them to sleep so um it's been yeah it's been great to watch the lakers it's been great to watch the heat um two the two best teams that have been playing in the bubble right now uh ended up in the finals so that's good um and now i can go on my celtics rant <laughs> the, the celtics losing to the heat in six games um, I thought that the series against the Heat showed me that the Celtics are in dire need of a a a more more than solid. I don't want to say All Star, but I want to say more than solid big man. Like I love I love the way Ennis Cantor plays down low. I mean Taco falls seven six, but he he can't move too much. Robert Williams has some upside, but he's also super inconsistent offensively. Like he's he's been trying to shoot that mid range jump shot, but it's some some games it's working, some games it's not. Um, and also Brad Stevens, what he's like, what he's doing with the big man, he's given like he's swapping the minutes around, like he's not giving like consistent playing time to any of the big men, so it's it's kind of hard for them to get in a flow that way. Um, so like that's that's been interesting to watch him, but like. I think the Celtics have a lot of upside moving forward. Like our our best players are 22 and 23 years old. Like Jalen and Jason, like they're they're both outstanding players. Um, I would I would like to see them play with with like I want to say like more heart. I feel like there there are stretches in the Miami Heat series where like they they would go up a little bit and then the Heat would just they would just go on this run and the Celtics like they just gave up. And it's like it's tough to watch that when when you're like oh I want them to win I want them to win. And it's like, well, like you got, you just stop playing. Like you stop, like you stop shooting. Like you stop, like you stop playing defense. Like it's like, it's, it's tough to watch. And there was, um, there like at the, towards the end of game six, they were up, oh God, they were up like six or seven. And then Miami goes on a 22 to six run in the next four minutes. And I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, why are like, we just, we, we shot three pointers to try and like cut away at the lead but like they weren't going in so <laughs> once you see that the three pointers not going in, you got to go inside and it's uh, it's just it's tough to watch uh, as as someone who uh got uh, the celtics have it's been it was tough in the east when lebron was there because lebron would just beat him all the time and now that it's like oh lebron's not in the east let's like let's try and go win it's like oh well it it was evident that like, against the heat that like they can they can give up easily and they can get discouraged and that that can't like that can't happen like i love the one player i love watching is marcus smart like he he plays he plays hard the whole game like when he's in he's he's not a starter but he's always in at the end of the game like i think i think and that's just a testament to how hard he plays um and i'd, I'd love to see him play play more i'd love to see him like i'd love to sell to see him get like a a bigger contract from the celtics um if we can move some other pieces around and and try to work around like marcus jason Jalen, and kemba i think that'd be really good um and shop around some of the other players so that we can get a, a good big man and then maybe next year we can we can make a run at it well next year i mean in december when the season starts but um so yeah i guess i guess that's my celtics rant I don't really get that heated with sports, but but like damn, I, I I wanted the Celtics to play the Lakers in the finals. Um, Gunnar, what are, what are your thoughts on the NBA? 
I don't really watch basketball, but. And thank you, Gunner, for your NBA update. I know Taco Fall. Yeah, I mean, but. He's not it, LeBron. He's a, yeah. Um, he's, he's an NBA player. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. Oh, let me ask you this. Who's going to win the NBA Finals? Celtics. Celtics aren't in the NBA Finals. Who are the options? Los Angeles Lakers and Miami Heat. Shaquille O'Neal. He played for both those teams. He did play for both those teams. And the Celtics. And the Celtics. I think No, there was a crazy stat. I think... Um, Shaquille O'Neal has been involved in some way in the past like 37 finals games or something like that yeah wow. because he he played alongside Danny Green when Danny Green was on the Cavs or there there was someone on the Cavs that played with Shaq when Shaq and like LeBron played okay. and that person's been in the finals a lot and it's kept this streak going of Shaq or someone associated with Shaq has played in the finals for the past like thirty seven years. Twenty seven or thirty seven. Some some like some crazy like that. That's my random fact of the day. That's probably incorrect. Wow. But I can I can confirm that Kyle's facts are correct. <laughs> um so yeah. That's interesting. How do you how do you want to wrap this up? How do you want to wrap this up? <sighs> Alright, so that's the podcast. <laughs> um sometimes the best ending yeah, is when it just occurs. It just happens. Um, so yeah, I guess uh, that's the episode. I appreciate you guys for sticking around for so long. Um, I'm going to put, I'm going to start putting out episodes every week. So stay tuned for all the Instagram questions. Uh, if you want to participate, you can go follow me AE underscore with G uh, on there. There's a link to uh, my podcast hosting website, uh, anchor.fm slash AE with G. Uh, you can listen to all the episodes like this one, all my past episodes. Um, if you want to go, uh, donate to the St. Jude's foundation for the, virtual uh, Memphis marathon that I'm participating in. I'm going to put a link uh, to my fundraiser page on an Instagram post. You can check that out. Go donate. Uh, It's a great cause. I'm really excited to start running again Uh, and running for a great cause is always a great thing. Um, So yeah, I think that's the episode. Um, I appreciate you guys for listening again. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah. Peace out. Bye. The Bishop wore buttless chaps to the bat mitzvah.